I'm reading Alchemy by Rory Sutherland. He is the Ogilvy advertising legend whose TED Talks have been viewed nearly 7 million times. He understands magic, branding, advertising, what people are attracted to and what works, what increases sales, what decreases sales is rarely something you can actually understand on a spreadsheet. It's uh, it's a lot more unpredictable, magical, and humans are psychological, emotional beings. We're not rational machines. Not at all. Here are a few examples of what he calls the butterfly effect. These are butterfly effect discoveries. We don't spend enough time butterfly hunting. One, a website adds a single extra option to its checkout process and increases sales by $300 million a year. Two, an airline changes the way in which flights are presented and sells 8 million more pounds of premium seating per year. A software company makes a seemingly inconsequential change to call center procedure and retains business worth several million pounds. He's British. Number four, a publisher adds four trivial words to a call center script and doubles the rate of conversion to sales. Number five, get this, a fast food outlet increases sales of a product by putting the price up. All of these disproportionate successes were, to an economist, entirely illogical. Gotta love that magic. Those examples are strong. Wait, there's more. So one of my favorite quotes so far in the book I wanted to share with you is, when you demand logic, you pay a hidden price. You destroy magic. Here's a little more. Uh, We discovered that problems almost always have a plethora of seemingly irrational solutions waiting to be discovered, but that nobody is looking for them. Everyone is too preoccupied with logic to look anywhere else. We also found rather annoyingly that the success of this approach did not always guarantee repeat business. It's difficult for a company or indeed a government to request a budget for the pursuit of such magical solutions because a business case has to look logical. It's true that logic is usually the best way to succeed in an argument, but if you want to succeed in life, it is not necessarily all that useful. Entrepreneurs are disproportionately valuable precisely because they are not confined to doing only those things that make sense to a committee. Interestingly, the likes of Steve Jobs, James Dyson, Elon Musk, and Peter Thiel often seem certifiably bonkers. Henry Ford famously despised accountants. The Ford Motor Company was never audited while he had control of it. When you demand logic, you pay a hidden price, you destroy magic. Check out Alchemy by Rory Sutherland. That excerpt was from, I think, page page 10 of 667. I got a ways to go, but I'm going to rip through it on my Kindle. On the airplane, I also wanted to thank my friend Ruben Miller from Dimensional Fund Advisors for recommending this book. Great rec. Austin is magical. I forgot that for a little while there. It's funny, but it's like 2021. It's all coming back to me and everything shines a little brighter. It's must just the changing of the calendar year. It was enough. I'm 2020 was a total dumpster fire for so many of us. I can't believe sometimes I just want to tell you guys everything that happened in 2020, like building Wealth Voice, doing a startup during COVID. It's probably too personal. I don't know. Maybe I'll get to it later. Actually, if you want to hear about it, If you think that would be interesting to find out, how did I build this startup during COVID? What was hard about it? Why did I gain all this weight? Why was I like cortisol coursing through my veins and crying every day (laughs) and then laughing and ecstatic other days? It was a total roller coaster. If you would be interested in a little bit of the background story of building it, tweet me because I'm curious if that's something that would just be masturbatory for me to share the story or if it would help some people. Like, it's a story I wish I'd heard. When I was starting my business, I didn't know. And I had talked to a few, especially women, other women who had started businesses like Kate from Lately, 
Kate Bradley Chernis. She's wonderful. I had her on my podcast. If you go back and look for Kate Bradley Chernis on the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast, she's so raw and authentic. And like we've been talking about authenticity a little the past few days here, looking at themes about vulnerability and emotion and true uh, brands that connect with people are that. Like we are human. We are not machines. Back to Rory Sutherland, right? All of this comes full circle. Do you know that my briefings come from this disorganized Evernote? Like I'm, you would be shocked how they come together. I don't I don't script these out anymore. I used to. Sometimes I still do. But if I see something interesting, I'll put it in an Evernote and I'll eventually make a briefing about it. And if you think about it, like most weeks, the themes tie together for a reason, because there's something magical going on. It could even be a Beatle moment.